Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, and you'll be joining me with my co-hosts and guests as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. We hope you discover your passions, your purpose, and your fulfillment. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work, or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. Hi, Laurel. How are you today? I'm really well today. How are you? I'm doing well. And listeners, how are you out there today? I hope everybody is doing well today. Our podcasts come out on a Monday. So if you're listening to us on a Monday, happy Monday. And if you're listening to us on any other day, I hope your day goes well today. Today we have a topic that... I know I always say it's big and I always say it's important and we got so much to talk about, but it's so true because every topic that we have is so important in this beautiful work and beautiful life work that we're doing together. So our topic today is forgiveness. Don't shut it off. (laughs) If you're out there and you're thinking, I don't want to hear about that or, oh no, not that again, or, oh, do I have to do that? Stay with us because I think we'll be gentle with you and We have, you know, our own stories to share in this, and we have some great ideas around how to do forgiveness work that I think are really important, because sometimes it's hard to figure out where to start, isn't it, Laurel? That's probably one of the biggest troublesome spots with forgiveness work is where do we begin? It is. It's a big one. And we, I think, you know, for me, one of the things that often comes to mind is with forgiveness is things... Forgiveness stirs up emotion of that is raw, just yeah. raw. It it's often it does not dull whatever that emotion is. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why it's a scary topic for a lot of people. I think so too, and I think that um, because it does bring up all that emotion, we get confused. Oftentimes, we don't think clearly. The emotion takes over. And so we do get in a place where we really don't know how to proceed. And so it's really helpful to have some steps around that. And we'll get to that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, we can talk about that. For now, let's just talk a little bit about what forgiveness is and why we do it. Because I think that that's, to me, one of the most, probably the biggest motivator you know, if you if you can get your head on right about what it really is and why it's important to do, sometimes it's more you can more readily take that first step or begin the process in something that's really hard to do or uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Can't wait to talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think about, um, you know, what forgiveness is for me, it's about letting go of feeling like somebody owes me something and needs to repay something or is indebted to me in some way, even if it's emotionally, it's when I'm speaking in this way, it's rarely about money. It's, it's really about, you know, transgressions with the ways I felt violated by somebody 
by something they said or something they did. And for me, forgiveness is getting to the place where I don't feel that there's some debt to be repaid or some place that needs to be returned. And my heart is softened enough that I'm not carrying anger and maybe hate or, or misery or bad feelings about the other person. Instead, it's become mostly neutralized. And I feel like that's probably been my experience of having experienced forgiveness. That's how I would describe it for me. How about you, Laurel? Where, when you think about forgiveness? Yeah. You know, I, for me, forgiveness often ties to, I hadn't really thought about it as, you know, a debt to be repaid, but it is blame. It is, it is um, continuing to be the victim of something that happened to me um, and having to, having to get past that, you know, and, and I think one of the challenges for me has been if I practice forgiveness and if I let go of something, you know, does that mean I'm accepting it? And so I think that's the fine line for me. Yeah. Forgiveness does not mean acceptance. Right. right. And so it's a little bit messy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that it, it comes to blame or being, you know, being wronged in some way by some other person. Yeah. Um, and that is a hard thing to kind of to work through when you're, you're worried about not accepting someone's behavior or having, you know, strengthening your own boundaries, right? What does the act of forgiveness do as you're working on that other, that other inner work that is so important? Yes. Yes. Um, And if I can just add, I think that, you know, I mean, we all have things in life that are forgivable, you know, things that happen to us or things that we do that we should look for, to, for forgiveness from someone else. Mm. Um, but I do want to say that, you know, myself, you know, I've had things happen, but I always think that there are far worse wrongs you know, that may have happened to other people. And so I want to say forgiveness is such a personal thing. Yes. And for our listeners, you know, um, practicing forgiveness or even considering forgiveness, you know, it's such a personal choice. It is. And it's one that even if there's something that has happened that you can't forgive, um, just know how to work through those decisions and those choices and with other people so that you're not dealing with forgiveness alone. Yeah, beautifully said. I do think that that's really important because when we stay in that loop of forgiveness, it's kind of runs, you know, energetically in our mind and then in our heart, you know, the anger just keeps circling and cycling around and the hurt. And, and so that's what really, to me, you know, causes us a lot of this dis-ease or angst in our own personal lives. And so when we come back to, you know, where I was at the beginning was, why do we do forgiveness? First and foremost, it's for ourselves to experience a level of peace and um, relaxation and um, presence in the body that we otherwise can't experience because of this loop of emotion that's running through there or the story or whatever it is, right. That really won't let go. And that disrupts our whole beingness. 
Yes. And I think that's really important to know that it is the emotion that we carry in our body affects us so deeply, so much more than we ever know, um, not just emotionally, but physically and spiritually. So I think that's really important to be able to work through some things and find a level of forgiveness that you're comfortable with just to free your body from the disease that could come from that. Yeah, I think so. That's one of the motivations, which I think is 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 really important. It's it, you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for the other person. You do it first and foremost for your own health and well being, right? And then secondly, is the idea of you know when we stay angry with somebody and we don't forgive, we we actually keep uh, an energetic connection with them. It's like we're keeping that thread of us entangled with one another's lives and really ultimately most of the time what we want is we don't want to be connected we want to be disconnected and so that's boundary work and we come back and talk about that a little bit as we're talking more about forgiveness but we do it so that we can let go and and bring closure and be done and that's part of how the peace comes and and we aren't connecting constantly connecting energetically with something that has harmed us. It's like we we wound ourselves over and over and over again with the act of staying connected almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And I think about that often as um, freeing myself from being under the power or control of a circumstance or another person, right? Freeing, you know, taking my power back by letting go of whatever that wrong was that I was inflicted upon me. Yes, yes, which is a such an act of empowerment. And and one of the beautiful motivators, if you want a motivator, you know, is, you know, when we stay connected and we stay in that victim place where we feel hurt, right? The only power there is kind of this righteous indignation or whatever, but it's also an uncomfortable one. It's one that's not really a positive energy flowing through us. And so to be empowered enough to say, I want to free myself of that, that is more of that positive energy that we, that we really want to feel ultimately in our lives. So, um, yeah, this idea of what is, what could motivate you to begin to want to do the difficult forgiveness work. These are some of the beautiful ways that you can start to think about. Um, Yeah. And, and it just, you know, it just came to mind, but I think about in our, in our goal to be present, to live in the present and not be bound by the past. Forgiveness is a a beautiful practice for that. You know, what better way to stop being bound by the past, but to work through some forgiveness and, and for yourself to be in the present day or in, in your future. Yeah. Differently than in the past. So, so, so much. And wiser, you know, I think when, when we've gone through a forgiveness cycle, we become wiser and more compassionate in ways that we don't even know until we actually do it. And so that's kind of one of those side benefits that can't quite be a motivator until you've done the cycle once and you realize, wow, forgiveness is powerful. It makes me feel more empowered and makes me feel more expansive and, you know, uh, elevated. And, and you won't know that until you actually have that experience and that that can be a motivation too. Yeah. So let's talk for a minute 
about self-forgiveness. Yes. This came, this came up for me um, almost a year ago now when I was, you know, I had an event in my life that was tied to my children and my ex-husband and stirred up all kinds of things. And um, I just happened to land in a hot seat in a group coaching program. Okay. I said, I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about something. <laughs> I can talk about something if I must. And, you know, the, the woman leading the group, she's a life coach as well. She said, she specifically about my ex-husband, she said, Laurel, have you forgiven him? And I, and of course I said, I thought so. Our divorce was 26 years ago. I thought I had forgiven him. And then she said, have you forgiven yourself? And that question came out of left field. And my only response was, oh, no, I guess not. Um, and it was so interesting because I didn't realize, you know, I have practiced forgiveness outwardly with other people so much more than I have practiced self-forgiveness. And that's a hard one. That that might be a whole separate episode for us. It could be. <laughs> um, because, you know, when I think about all the reasons that we just talked about, the motivation for forgiveness, freeing yourself up, right? Letting, not being bound to other people or, or, or cutting cords and ties to, to other people, death. relationships, all of that. We cannot cut the cord with ourselves. Right, right. But we can release ourselves from that debt, right? Yeah. From the sense yeah. of obligation or that we owe something or that we have to carry some shame or whatever around it, right? Is yeah. we can release ourselves from that experience. And that's the beautiful, oh, beautiful work of self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness to me is the ultimate of forgiveness work because it allows us to truly grow our compassionate heart in ways that nothing else does. Because when we can, when we can un humble ourselves, you know, to our own imperfections and allow them and soften to, you know, the, the situation and where you were at that point in your life and really like feel into like the choice that you made or the ways that you were behaving, right? And and understand your limitations in that way, in that time, in that experience, and let yourself just be, have been that, you know, that, that and what did you, you know, for me, it's always been the self-forgiveness always came so much more readily when I could say, what did I learn? How did I grow from that? And, and almost thank myself for having, bear that burden in order to learn that thing and become more, mm -hmm. you know, more of a woman and more of a mother or more yeah. of a friend or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's, that's for me, self-forgiveness is just mm, such powerful, beautiful work. Yeah. It really is. And it's hard. It's, it's not easy, it um, but I, I agree with you. It is the ultimate, the ultimate act of compassion. And um, often I think sometimes, we can't really practice, you know, forgiveness with other people without practicing it, you know, the self-forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I agree, Laura. Yeah. Yeah. And I love your, you know, what what is the lesson that you learned, in, you know, in that situation? And, yeah. and that has been something, too, I think, that has helped me 
forgive other people. In I have a practice called It Happened For Me. We may have talked about this before, but it's a journal, it's a journal prompt. It happened for me. And and it allows, you know, in writing um all all the lessons that came from something, all the all the good that came out of a situation that at the time I considered to be not good. Um, um, and so that is a good forgiveness practice of it happened for me. And yeah. what have you learned from it? What maybe you just learned, you know, better boundaries. Maybe you maybe you are wiser because of a situation that has happened in the past. Yeah, yeah. And for things that, you know, really are horrible that happen to people, you know, I don't want anybody listening to think that we're taking any of those kinds of things lightly or that, you know, that it's a, um, it's an easy get to, you know, that if something, how could, you know, it, some things you, you wonder, how could you possibly ever think that happened for me, right? And for me, that is really, really deep, big spiritual work right to to grow from really horrific things and to walk away with some lesson from them to me is like the biggest spiritual possible growth or path that you're walking so to me when i see people that go through really horrific things and that can come forward and and heal from them like they came here to do really big spiritual work right yes i really big yeah yes i i agree with you you know i also want to bow to anybody out there who's listening you know like this big bow to you like you know that you came here and you're you 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 you're moving through that those kinds of experiences that's big stuff yeah and and there are horrible horrible things that happen um and you know which i guess is why i would encourage our listeners to you know, if you are working through unforgivable circumstances, you know, to, to make sure you have support. Yes. That's how you process those situations or those events in your life. Yeah. Um, don't go it alone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you repeated that, Laurel, because I think particularly in, you know, getting into the deeper stuff that we just mentioned is you do want support and you do want help and have some guidance and to feel like you have someone there to help you navigate territory because some of the emotional stuff is so big and really does often require that kind of witnessing um, support not feeling alone, not feeling, you know, because sometimes we get the big emotion that feels so scary. You want somebody there to know that you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. They can, they can help you. So yeah, this is, this is really important to be taken seriously, right. To go get. Absolutely. And I think the other, the other challenge in, in, um, in things that happen, you know, whether they're small or, or huge um is our brain looks for answers how why right and so as we look for answers to explain and provide us a basis you know from which we might be able to forgive in those situations that there is no explanation that that you know we as a human can understand there is no why um those situations are really difficult yeah. to process because we want to process the why. Yeah. 
Absolutely. We want to understand how things, why things are, how things are. And when there is no explanation, I think that's why, you know, maybe it is a, you know, truly spiritual path um, and spiritual growth when you can move through something without the explanation or the understanding of why or how. Yeah. Maybe that's faith. Yeah, I think that is. I do think that faith comes into it in a big way, Laurel. I, I absolutely do, especially when you get into the later stages of, you know, forgiveness work there. There is a sense of your faith does carry you through or your belief system, your spiritual belief system helps to put things in a context that that you can relax into. And if you don't have that, it is hard to let go and find peace and, and make sense of it in a way, unless you have your own construct that, that feels like it fits in that, yeah. in that kind of experience. So let's go back to, um, I wanted to go back and touch on a couple of things. One is, um, you know, when we are trying to make sense of maybe some of the, some of the less horrific things that, that happen to people, right. Is one of the things that always helped me was to think, you know, hurt, hurt people, hurt other people. And so most of the time when there's forgiveness work and we're looking at somebody across the table that we want to forgive or need to forgive or, or already might be ready to forgive is knowing that their delivery of whatever hurt or violation came from their own hurt place, their own wounded place. And sometimes that helps to begin to start the softening, to start the understanding so that's one thing that I wanted to come back to. And that ties into one of the other things I want to come back to, which was what forgiveness is not, right? So, and you kind of started there, which I think was really important and really important for us to revisit is forgiveness is not about making it okay because the person came from a hurt place. It's not saying, okay, now it's okay that you did that because you were hurt. No, 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 it's not, it's not about that, right? So forgiveness is not about, saying something's okay. It's just saying that something did happen and there was a reason for it and there's whatever the reason is, right? And 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 there's the or hor or a horrific thing happened and that's that's what happened. So I, I want to so Laurel, any any thoughts there and then I want to go into just like a short um little steps to work through for forgiveness. No, let's go. Let's go right yeah. through the Yeah. Okay. So I have like five. This is probably my most simplified version of working through forgiveness. So the first part is acknowledging your feelings, right? Which we talked about a little bit at the beginning is to, to really, you know, talk about what are you feeling? Because forgiveness, when, when we've been violated, so many feelings come up, right? Primarily anger, hurt, you know, sense of betrayal, like there's kind of standard feelings that generally come up. But for us to begin to really, it, it helps us feel more um, emotionally intelligent, uh, in control, even just to be able to say, I'm really angry about this. I'm really hurt. I'm really X, Y, Z, right? To really just acknowledge all of that. And and to even write it is, you know, I, I, I feel like journaling in this situation for forgiveness work can be very powerful. Very, very powerful. So that's the first step. Second step is acknowledge the situation. And I always talk about doing this in a more like a factual kind of way. Like let's say you were a court reporter and, you know, you were just writing down, tell me what happened next. Tell me what happened next. Tell me, you know, what happened next? What happened next? As if it, as if it was 
there were no emotion at all. You know, this happened and then this happened and this happened. So it's like facts and only the facts. Because it also then allows you to to just look at the actual process of what you experienced that needs to be forgiven and considered, right? Yeah. And when we're in the emotional throes of it all, right, sometimes we, we make the story bigger or we can't remember it. Even sometimes we can't even remember really, truly all of what happened. And so to be able to take the time and just put down what you actually remember and go through those, the actual situation, I think is, is really useful. And sometimes it can help diffuse some of the emotion too on and off as you just go, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, right? Without adjectives is what I would say. Yeah, that's no adjectives. No adjectives, no descriptors, just facts, verbs and nouns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then I always think about um, being able to like notice or get clear about the way the violation occurred. So what in it was the actual violation? Right. So for some people, if you were to tell a story, they might think one part of the story was the violation and somebody else might thought another part of the story was a violation. Right. Oh, you, you, you walked away and you didn't even talk to me, you know, well, which part was it? The walking away? Was it the not talking to me? What was the thing that bothered you so much? Or was it all of it? Right. So what is the violation? Because that also helps you identify you know, kind of like, what, what are your values? What are the things you fix? You have expectations, how people are supposed to behave in certain ways and kind of flush out some of that. So just being able to be clear about what the violation was. And then um, here's the part that I feel like is really important. Okay. Which is changing the boundaries that need to be changed so that you can honor what's important to you, right? Identify and honor what's important to you. And also to make sure that you don't have another violation, right? That you've changed the boundaries. Because I feel like a lot of times in forgiveness work, people get into loops where there's uh, somebody does something that, you know, they don't like, and then they forgive them. And then it happens again and they forgive them and it happens. And then it's just compiling and it just keeps going on. And there's no change in boundaries. And so the bound, they're really, you know, setting a boundary is a really important part because that's, again, take, we talked about taking your power back, feeling like you're empowered and you took your power back, right? That's really how we take our power back is changing the boundary, right? Yeah. And then the last part is the forgiveness work, softening your heart, letting go, detaching, not not thinking about the experience all the time. I love in um, in Women Who Run with the Wolves, um, Clarissa um, Pinkola Estes. She talks about um, uh, forgiveness in stages, stages that you go through. And some of the stages she talks about is not not reviewing it again and again, not talking about it over and over again. Right. Letting like taking some time away from it, actually. And so all of these things begin to help with us in terms of. I always think of forgiveness as a cycle spiraling, you know, you spiral around, you do it and you do it again. You do it a little bit more until you feel like there's really nothing left to let go of or forgive. Yeah. Those are great steps. Um, And I was thinking about, you know. Is it possible that some of the other inner work we've talked about, 
mm-hmm. some of the other topics are really, you know, kind of the foundation for, for forgiveness, you know, so acknowledging your feelings, you know, if, if you're still working on that, you know, how to identify your feelings, how to feel all of your feelings, um, you know, perhaps forgiveness is not yet available to you if you haven't been practicing how to feel all the feels. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so just thinking about that, you know, um, you know, it, and that's okay, I guess, for our listeners, yeah. wherever you are, know that yes. the work that you're doing, you know, it's all interrelated. Yeah. And so if you feel that you can't yet forgive, maybe that's not the place you start. Maybe you start in another place. Yeah. You start with your boundaries or your, your values. I think, mm-hmm. you know, when you talked, Laurel, about noticing what is the actual violation? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this in, in triggers, right? And working with clients and something, a word or an interchange with another person or an event triggers something in them. And I love when we get triggered because it is the deepest, most honest clue of our values. Yeah. Um, and and when we stop and think about a trigger as identifying a value, you know, that is deep work. Like yes. what, what is the value that you hold that has been violated? And it almost for me makes me, I don't want to say it justifies, but it confirms that when I feel violated, that that is a legitimate feeling because of my personal individual values, which I get to choose. I get to choose my values, no one else does. And so I, you know, I think it's really empowering to work through some of those things. Yeah, I'm so glad you went there with all that, Laurel, because I think that's so important to, you know, for our listeners to, to know, right? wherever you are in your forgiveness journey is simply wherever you are in your forgiveness journey. And it, and whether you have to stay in one of those steps for a really long time, or you feel like you can't get to one of those steps, as long as you're looking at it and considering it and allowing it. And if you have the motivation to do, to get through forgiveness work, it will come. It will come over time. Right. Um, and, 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 and even just coming back to what those motivations are, right? If you're struggling with wanting to do forgiveness, you know, coming back to what we talked about at the beginning about it's really about free, it's really for you to free you, right? So that yeah. you can have inner peace, so that you can feel um, detached from the person and the story and no longer a victim of it all. Like that's, that's really beautiful work to have. And to to make that shift, yeah. it really is. It really is. It reminds me of my my year of the word or my uh, word of the year this year mm. was more than one word, of course, but it was lightness of being. That was my quest. Yeah. And what I've realized, you know, through the year and thinking about what makes me feel heavy and what ties me down or holds me back or bounds me to something in the past, those are the things that get in my way when I'm t- trying really hard to live a little bit more lightness. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's really important to know, you know, in forgiveness, it's just one more tool to free yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
forgiveness, putting forgiveness process in your toolbox, right? Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one. So Laurel, what shall we leave our listeners with today in our big talk today about forgiveness? What, what might be um, some journaling or some suggestions around approaching forgiveness? And I know everybody's in a different place. So you know, what, what we suggest may or may not be what you're ready for, or what you want, but take it or leave it. It's all good. <laughs> you know, I would think um, that because this was on my mind, um, often we think about forgiveness as someone else that we need to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I do. And the, the contemplation and the, you know, thinking and working through who in my life might want to ask me or who in my life should I be asking for forgiveness, right? Mm. Are there, are there things, are there people, are there circumstances that perhaps I may have caused someone else to still be attached to, you know, some past interaction or past, um, violation that I did unknowingly maybe yeah. um you know are are those out there yeah. Yeah. or knowingly yeah do do I know circumstances or situations and people that perhaps I should um I should offer forgiveness you know, to right. forgive, yeah, yeah. Or, or it could be on the path of your own self-forgiveness. You might have your own self-forgiveness work. So that's beautiful, Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for me, um, I would offer up the idea of simply taking an inventory, you know, start like simple and start with the sense of what might you have? If you made a little list of, you know, you have forgiveness work to do and you know, you're carrying and it feels heavy when you think about it. What is the list? Just to allow yourself to look at what you might be carrying that you could lighten up and and let go of that might free you, right? And that might be some motivation right there. Yeah, yeah. So good. Feeling light and free. Mm. I love those two of my high quality uh, feelings to feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Oh, so Laurel, thank you so much for your wisdom today. I feel like, um, you know, some of the things that especially you brought out here today were so important in our conversation. And um, I I know for our listeners, if you struggling with forgiveness, come back and listen a few times because there's some real things in here that I think could could be helpful, but you might want to come back and listen to them a couple of times, take them in slowly and and allow it to be, again, that circular work where you come and you revisit it and you let go and you come back and visit it again. And hopefully you'll use our podcast as many times as you need to to help you walk through forgiveness because it's a beautiful journey when you get to the other side it's really worth it Uh, it is so worth it and I I was thinking that you know as you work through those five steps of forgiveness if there is an area that you know you need to our listeners that you need additional conversation about that we haven't covered at all or we haven't covered deeply enough let us know yeah. what what can we help with how can we help you as you work through all this beautiful work yeah thanks for saying that Laurel, because we are here to help that's really what we want to do so 
send in your questions, send in your comments. We're here for you. And we'll be back for more beautiful work, beautiful life really soon. Thanks, Laurel. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for joining us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. We welcome questions from you, our listeners. Feel free to send one along. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for being with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.